The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The reality for Stephen Kenny's uh, Irish team is uh, that their qualification cup hopes, rather, uh, for the World Cup uh, are all but ended after last night's uh, 2 1 defeat uh, to the Dutch in the Aviva. And as always happens in these situations, questions now uh, arising as to Stephen Kenny's future as the Irish manager. Uh, Kieran Cunningham is with, with me, chief sports writer for the Irish Daily Star. Uh, Kieran, uh, it's good to talk to you. Um, I mean, has this journey come to its end? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, I don't think it's, there will be any official announcements this week. You know, you're looking at next month uh, and po- probably November that they probably let him see out the campaign. But I can't see the contract being renewed, even if Ireland do by, you know, there's a mathematical chance they could get a playoff. Uh, through the Nations League results. Like it's a lo- very much a long shot at this stage. But even if that were to be the case, I have a feeling that the FEI will decide it's time to move on. Like even if you get a playoff, you have to win two games in the space of a week. And there's no indication of that. You know, when you look at Ireland, have won one out of five games in this group. In the last group, the World Cup qualified, they won two out of eight. Over Stephen Kenny's reign, there's been one win every five games. You know, he's had a huge amount of bad luck. It's important to acknowledge that from inheriting, you know, getting a job at the time of COVID, losing so many players to COVID and breaches of COVID guidelines. And even over the last week, the amount of injuries he's had. Like, I don't think Evan Ferguson would have made any difference in Paris, but I think he would have made a difference last night, or he could possibly have made a difference last night. But it just has that feeling of finality to it. It does seem like it's over. And it's a deep-set, you know, it goes way beyond Stephen Kenny. Like, you go back over the last, you know, three managers, Mick McCarthy's second coming in the end of Martin O'Neill's time in charge. Over the last five years, the only teams Ireland have beaten in competitive games are Gibraltar three times, Georgia, Azerbaijan, Luxembourg, Armenia and Scotland. And Scotland's the only one that you would even look at the second-tier team. And that's the level Ireland have been at for a good while now, that they're a third or fourth tier team. And that's why they'll probably end up as fourth in this group. And is that a reflection, though, of the players we have, that our players are fourth tier players? Yeah, well, uh, they might, a lot of them are very young and inexperienced for international football. Like generally, it takes about 15 caps to find your feet. And Stephen Kenny had no choice but to throw in a lot of players because there was a missing generation. There was, a, you know, between the age of the 23 30, to 30, which is probably the optimum in age. There were no players uh, uh, really he could call on that hadn't been uh, used already or found wanting. And that was because of neglect for a long, long time on John Delaney's watch. And he inherited a mess. He inherited an FEI that had to get a government bailout. And as things stand now, the FEI still have questions answered. You have a CEO, Jonathan Hill, who doesn't even live in Ireland, even though he's in the job three years, which is remarkable. And it's remarkable that people think it's acceptable. You have uh, gone back three years, one of his jobs was to find a sponsor of the men's national team and they still haven't been able to do that there also isn't a proper football industry in ireland like you can't get away from that no matter how uh you much you love the league of ireland and it has grown in popularity and it has grown in strength and it is a far better product than it was before it's still not on the level of so many leagues around europe and nowhere close to that 
And you cannot, like, there's an obsession with nostalgia when it comes to Irish football. Like, even listen to commentaries last night, it happens all the time. Like, I've heard mentioned, Kevin Moran was mentioned, Stuttgart was mentioned, uh, beaten uh, the Dutch in 2001 was mentioned. That we're always harking to the past. Mm. And you have to accept that the past is very, very different. That you go back to when Ireland were a real uh, force in European and world football, and they had players playing for Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, etc. These days, those players very likely would not be playing for the top clubs. They would be playing for the Brightons and the Brentfords and the Burnleys because of the globalisation of the game and the impact of Brexit as well means it's far harder for young Irish players to go to England. So I think it's time for Stephen Kenny to go. I think his tenure is up. But I wouldn't be that confident that anyone who comes in will be any better. Roddy Collins is with us as well, uh, former footballer and former League of Ireland manager. Uh, Roddy, I mean, would you agree? Has the journey come to an end? Oh, absolutely. Should have never started, in my opinion. Uh, pardon me. And I agree with, with the comments there as well. You know, but I, I see people are getting distracted. Bad luck, good luck, young players, inept players, blah, 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 blah. A manager tactically hasn't got it. He wasn't qualified to take over the national team. People have to understand management at different levels require different attributes. Stephen's a great organiser. He's exceptional at picking out a young player. That's fine. Okay, but too many times, tactically, we've been found wanting. And when you get to certain levels, you don't get 5, 10, 15 minutes to see a tactical correction and do it. It's too late. And that's been going on too long. And from half time in many games, going back right way back to Serbia when we were one nil up away at home, and I forensically examined that game on playback, on playback, and watched the different things. And the first goal coming from Serbia nearly happened in around the, the 50th minute. I think it came on the 61st or whatever. But nobody, and you can blame Stephen Kenny, and I do, because he doesn't have the tactical awareness or the sharpness to, to, to correct it quick. But there's people sitting in the dugout beside him. And they need to be questioned as well. And we were thought to lose that game 3-2. They threw us a goal at the end. It looks respectable, but it wasn't. And the, and the, the thing that galled me with Stephen Kenny's tenure, when he came out, he never explained tactically why, what, where. It was all about full house. Uh, Stephen Kenny's Wonderland in the Aviva supporters are torn up. That's all poly- political jargon. Mm. Real football is results. No, we probably don't have the, 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 the players at the moment. Right? But that's not the excuse. You can lose to Holland, you can lose to France, and you go back and go, where did we fall down there? Well, they changed tactically. We didn't. If we had of maybe we would have given them a better game. We didn't expect to beat them. I put the two games against uh, Gibraltar and Greece down at the start. I said, yeah. if we can get something out of Dublin with the Dutch, well and good. Right? We were a pathetic against Greece. We struggled against Gibraltar to later on to get the first goal. We got a one-all against a French team. And we lived off the fact that Nathan Collins had a fine header. That was saved. That's what goalkeepers do. We're picking a goalkeeper... Uh, game in, game out, that cannot cope long distance strikes. I've wrote this in the star maybe a year ago or more. Mm. He cannot cope. It's one on one, quick reaction. Like you look at the goal the other night, it was a worldie, the, the first goal in France. It was a worldie. 
But if, if, if Bazuna had been two steps to the left and also the two centre defenders in front, I'd only get two deep into tactics yeah. in the same line. It was like this is all football stuff. And I would say, or any manager or coach would say, now lads, this is what's happening to a regular. We need to correct it. But when the same things happen in week, or sorry, game in, game out, you have to question the management of the situation. Okay. Setting the team up is simple. Getting your point across is simple. But when you're on a touchline at that level and a team changes tack, right? Yeah. You have to see that very quick at that level. It's like in a boxing ring. You don't see it quick, you get knocked out. Yeah. That's been happening to us regularly. Right. We went in against Scotland one and up. Yeah. The Scotch supporters were destroying the team. All we had to do was keep a clean sheet for 15 minutes and the Scotland supporters would have done the job for us. We could see this straight away. Five games we've done it. So, yeah. look, Stephen had a good runner. He's, he's played the political game. He's not up to the mark. And I don't agree about letting him see it out. Give someone a cracker. All we right. could possibly get a playoff and then a bit of momentum for the next two games. All That's right. my opinion. That's been, that's been from day one. Roddy Collins, uh, former uh, League of Ireland manager, Kieran Cunningham, chief sports writer for the Irish Daily Star. Listen, thank you both very much for joining me here in the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.